five. No, four, no, no. We're three, in it. We're in it. We're good. We're good. We're good. Welcome back to this week's edition of Men of the Machine. Now broadcasting with over two thousand listens, ah, ah, which is pretty impressive for only sixty episodes. That's 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 cool. But either way, I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And today we're not just going to sit here and brag about how ballin' we are and how much everyone wants to listen to us because that's obviously just a fact. We are going to talk about at first virtual reality and how disorientating it truly is, which will lead us into uh, our second half topic of the simulation hypothesis. So, <gasps> I should be very clear up right, right front. I don't give a fuck about VR. <laughs> no, like... so, okay. So this, is, so that's okay. That's perfect because at. Uh, like our last topic at CES, a bunch of new VR stuff got announced. So you may eventually become interested in VR, even if you aren't right now. I was I was interested in VR for like four seconds when they were doing that Batman Arkham game, and then uh, yeah, that's true. That, everybody I, was like, "It takes an hour to finish." I'm like, "Is that worth paying eight hundred dollars to get this the, the system well, and the VR system?" Oh yeah, I was so. gonna say that was uh, for PlayStation, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that one was specifically. So there's a bunch of different VRs out there. There's, yeah, no, there's Oculus, Oculus Rift, there's the HTC Vive, there's the PSVR, PlayStation Virtual Reality, and then there's um, now you can go into any Best Buy, your guys probably has it, and there's uh, Microsoft, Some I can't remember the term for it, but like Dell, HP, and I think Acer, or Asus, I can't remember which one, make them now, um, also VR headsets, and then there's the slew of mobile ones you know gear vr and then all those knockoffs because all you need to do is 3d print a mount and you can do vr with those headsets it's actually you can build them at home it's pretty cool um so there's options there's options the batman one understandably was the most interesting to me and i thought you were talking about it first you might have seen it uh at work my brother got it's a batman branded headset you down, it gives you this code to download an app, which is a Batman VR game, and it, it's a Batarang controller, and it's a mobile wow. VR experience for a Batman game. Um, it's weird, man. I played it when I was with him, and, and you like click the button to throw the the Batarang, but you don't actually have to. There's no accelerometer because it's like a sixty dollar thing. It's so cheap, um, so you don't actually throw it. So it doesn't feel very authentic. You just kind of click a button, and it, it and it shoots it, and then you go in and out of third person depending on what you're doing, which VR is meant to be first person, like only. I don't want to play third person VR, otherwise I'll just look at my screen. Um, it's weird. I, I wouldn't recommend it, because it, it, it's a novelty that like I might get you as a gift one day, because it'll be cheap enough, and I'll be like, hey, he can just put this on the wall. It's a Batman thing. But it's weird. It's definitely on the lower end. What turns you, before I get into more VR stuff, what turns you off about VR the most, besides cost? Besides cost, no, it's, I just don't care. It's not like I, it's not like I'm turned off per se. I just don't care. It's like, I don't know. I don't really have like a like fuck this shit, <laughs> and for the following reasons, like it's just kind of like it's eh. just general disinterest. Yeah, it's just okay. like pretty much like, I mean, uh, earmuffs, earmuffs. Like, um, I think you're listening to this later, so fuck it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I thought the VR porn was funny, but like oh VR VR porn is great <laughs> in a dangerous way. It's like it's like so I have a uh, Verizon was giving away. So do you know Google Cardboard? Yeah. Verizon was giving away Google Cardboards that had uh, Star Wars things on them. So I was like, oh, and there was a bunch that looked cool. I wanted this. Oh, yeah, I remember I was there. I think for that. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hey, hold my spot. I got to run to Verizon. I think I was working at Healthy Living at the time. Yes, um, you were. 
I really wanted the Stormtrooper one, but I got the R2-D2 one, which is also cool. <laughs> uh, anyways, so I tried it out, and, like, yeah, it's cool, but it's... You can't really do anything with it. Like, are you really gonna beat it while watching VR porn? Because you don't know what's going on outside of your VR. You know <laughs> what kind of havoc you're wreaking? It's not... <laughs> what havoc are you wreaking when you're watching VR do, porn? Do you need me to spell it out, Patrick? Because there's... Come on. It's like, it's like, you know what? You know what the most common myth is? Is that men just lay back in, in their beds and crank it. Because that's just, that's, that's, Franny thought that's how we do it. That's not how we do it. That's, um. What's, what, how do you do it? I'm curious. I'm not going to lay out my specific strategy, but the goal is not to cover you and your possessions in all of your bodily fluids. That is not like. And how much do you come? Because if, if, like, I mean, there's like, there's literally like, oh, God, it's going everywhere. It's like enough, a fire hose. Enough to, <laughs> enough to be concerned that it could get on things. Enough. I'm not really concerned about you and your health. <laughs> like, I'm just incredibly. How the hell do you manage you know, to keep I, hydrated? I drink a lot of water. Definitely. But that's what should, like that's not that's just reckless. You'd have to wash your be- your sheets every day. Well, if you're beating it every day, which come on, um, come on, we we are, come on. All right, <laughs> almost everyone is. All right, we don't got to beat around the bush. No pun intended. All right. So, wait, what? Oh, VR porn. No, no, I know, I know. So if you have the headset on, not only are you unaware of your surroundings in case someone shows up because you're you're in it, you're in the zone. But, you know, if, if things get a little hot and heavy and, and you just you just you just get too free with your body, you know, the stuff could get ruined. Whether you're sitting on the couch or, or you're laying in bed or whatever, you're it's you're you're going to become a cleanup crew in about, you know, 30 seconds flat and you're not going to be happy with it. So VR porn is, is cool in theory. And if you can get your partner down on it, like they're like, oh, I'll please you while using that's redundant. What's the point? They're there. You don't need the... It's not... It doesn't... I don't get it. All I'm saying is I don't get it. I'm genuinely concerned about the apparently fire hose you have in your pants. <laughs> like, that's genuinely it's, troubling. It's I'm just, not going to lie to it's you. It's just nature, man. It's just human nature. No, it's not. I've so, never heard of somebody that has that issue. So, I mean, I think you need to I, I, I wouldn't call it an issue. I'd call it a gift. I'd call it a gift. Uh, but anyways... I, I don't think Franny would, though. Not the point. Uh... The point is, just be careful, okay? Just be careful. Well, I don't plan on getting VR. I still don't care about VR. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're talking about VR. Okay, so. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we're doing here today, right? Okay. Um, What kind of... So back in the 80s, that was the dream. I mean, hell, that's why Tron was created. But the dream was VR throwing your... doing Being able to do everything you can't do as a regular human being. So what kind of... um, uh, or in, the lawnmower it, man. Or, uh, sure, the lawnmower man. Something that ninety uh, percent of people, as well as myself, have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's based on a Stephen King story, although it's really, really. I think Stephen King petition to have his name taken off of it because it's <laughs> well, so okay. Flawed. Well, then why would we quote it on here if he doesn't even want to be a part of it? Well, because the movie is all about VR, but the book is really not at all. Like, it's a short story in one of his like short story collections, and like. Um, it's literally about basically a, like a guy, it's like a lawnmower, a guy who lawn, like mows lawns, who like murders somebody with a lawnmower. And the movie that is called Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man is about uh, Pierce Brosnan uh, creating virtual reality as like its own universe and getting a retarded lawnmower man played by the great Jeff Fahey. Uh, uh, give me some context. To, 
Uh, I don't know anything you would have seen with him. I mean, okay. I, I know he was on Lost, but I never watched Lost, so I couldn't oh, say what he was yeah, on. Yeah, no, it. I wouldn't know well enough. Um, but... Okay, moving he was on. In, he was in Psycho 3. Nope. Uh, he was in uh, the Planet Terror half of uh, nope. Grindhouse. Nope. Uh, he, was, he was in Machete briefly. Nope. Um, but yeah, no. Um, like, but anyway, uh, he like, takes the retarded lawnmower man and introduces him to VR. And it makes the retarded lawnmower man into not only, like, smarter, but eventually he becomes, like, a super genius. Oh. And then, like, goes into the VR world and, like, starts to rule the VR world. Like, basically a VR Doctor Doom. Okay. And, like, at the time the effects were all cutting edge, but now they're really, really awful. Um, yeah, it's kind of like Children of the Corn when they die up on the cross. And it's, like, that really corny, like, outlined freaking I-could-do-it-on-pix-art I could do it on type stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, um... They just, I don't know. When I think of VR, it's actually usually the first thing I think of. Like, Tron's up there, but usually the first thing I think of is the one more man, because well, I watched it, like, okay, so, several times as a child. So, to my initial question, what, because I'm, and I'll get to that in a minute, I'm sold. I love VR. It gave me just splitting headaches for, like, a solid day and a half, but I don't care. I'm sold. And I think it can get Perhaps to the point... Perhaps you should have stopped cranking it while you were... Like, that, that was, I was VR playing girls. Rick and Morty VR, and you know how I get when I start talking about Rick and Morty, and I just couldn't help it. Um, God, I, I just, another year before the fourth, I just can't even fathom it being that far away. Not the point. Yeah, I actually, I was thinking to listen the other day, I was like, so that whole theory about, uh, the Christmas episode, that turned out to be total bullshit. Yeah, well, it always is, and I always, I gotta learn, okay? I, it's, <laughs> it's not, like, these theories and bullshit, because I buy into them a lot with cell phones, like, there's this whole rumor mill with, com- with tech, with computers, with tablets and cell phones and all this stuff, about what's gonna be in the next device. You know, like, the iPhone for the past roughly four years has was supposed to get wireless charging and it finally happened you know it was supposed to get an oled display four years ago when the s4 was out and it didn't and now it did like that kind of stuff i buy into so easily so when and and when i'm as in love with something as rick and morty the minute you say anything's a possibility i'm like "Oh, oh what it's you mean it and no you don't mean it it's not fucking real but not the point um so, yeah, I'm sold, and I'll give you my experiences and what I'm looking forward to. What kind of power glove slash virtual boy immersion would be necessary for you to actually be interested? Not necessarily in buying it, but just, like, f- seeing where it goes. Like, what, to make you just be like, oh, VR is a cool thing. I don't, I don't know if that's a thing that exists, honestly. Okay, like... so, for example, have you seen the treadmill? The what now? The VR uh, treadmill? The, the what now? It's <laughs> it's this little circle, not little, but like, you know, maybe a three-foot diameter circle with slants in uh, that you kind of strap into, but you can go 360 degrees. It's got like a, 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 I don't know what you would call it, but a little harness in there that can roll around you. And you can walk on it as if, you know, you were walking every day. Like, there's, it's slanted, so when you step, you're stepping up a little bit and your foot comes down to you like you're moonwalking. So you can just mm-hmm. walk and turn you know, in any direction and keep walking. And they've shown it off as, like, a Call of Duty thing. Like, you're walking, walking, you have a controller that's mimicking a gun, and you walk, 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 aim, shoot, it has an accelerometer and all that, and the screen's on your head, and you're shooting, and you're walking, and, you know, to to go prone, you literally just duck a little bit, and there's sensors that watch your body go down just a touch. You don't have to actually lay down. And he goes, prone, and all this cool stuff. That's, like, that is... You wouldn't be able to tell if you were in it or not. Would that make you interested in, in just checking it out? 
No, in fact, that would make me less interested <laughs> because that, like the whole point of like video games is that I can play them without doing things. So like, if you're saying like that. I suddenly have to like be active while I'm playing okay. video games, you've defeated the purpose of playing video games. What about um, <laughs> take away the treadmill and add so so the HTC Vive and the Oculus both have two handed touch movable accelerometer gyroscope controls. So where this came into play with me was in Rick and Morty. You you held these these controllers, and when you moved them, obviously Morty's hands were moving. So you reached and grabbed stuff. You clicked a button to grab, and you put your hands together and rubbed them to do this and that and the other. And shooting a gun, you had to hold them at a certain angle, and yada yada. What about games like that? Like so for oh crap, you're not a Harry Potter guy. What, uh, you're not a Dragon Ball Z guy. What if in um, what if they made a Chronicle game where? <laughs> Wait, they didn't need to use their hands for that. Oh, Patrick, you're making this really difficult for me. I've literally done nothing. What's here. a fantasy-type magical world you love? I mean... Willow? I mean, Do you, you like Willow? <laughs> Do you like Willow okay. and Legend? Yes. Sure. Let's take You're going to go with Lord of the Rings, but you decided to go with that. Or Star Wars. Like, oh, oh okay. Actually, options. you know what? I would prefer to go Willow, but we'll go Star Wars. What about a VR game where you can sit comfortably in your recliner of choice, but you have motion controllers on your hands and or arms? I think power gloves are should come back. If Nintendo would remake a power glove, I'd lose my goddamn mind. But They did. It's called the Wiimote. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I want to put a glove. I want to put a gauntlet on and feel the power. But, uh... What if, have you actually used a power glove? My brother had one. Yeah, they're, shit. They're, so me and DJ were actually... DJ is my best friend Jake's... Oh, Jake, if you're listening to this, I called you my best friend for the first time. That's sweet. That's a sweet moment. I wish you were here. Just look up at the sun. I'm looking at it too. There we go. Okay. No, not here, Patrick. Here <laughs> in Connecticut. Um, okay, so me and DJ talk all the time about my gaming collection. We were just talking before recording about how I own almost every single system minus the PS3. I want to get a power glove. So we're chit-chatting. He's like, yeah, I'd like to get a power glove so I could put it on the wall and look at it every day and go, oh, that thing fucking sucks, and walk past it. Because <laughs> that's what... They were useless. They didn't do anything that they were, like, uh, oh, no. taught... Like, uh, uh, what do you call Did it? you ever see the movie uh, the, uh, the Wizard? No. I think we... I don't know if we talked about it or not. It's, it's awful. Like, okay, I remember when I was a kid. Like, I loved it. I thought it was like, the greatest fucking movie ever. And then, um, like... As in, but everybody had, like said every review of it that I'd read my entire life was always it was like a ninety minute video game commercial, and I was like no, and I watched it as an adult, and it literally is a ninety minute video game commercial where it's just like hey, you know what Kramer versus Kramer needed? Um, I think it needed eighty percent more Nintendo product placements. Like, um, yeah, that like, does part of it. So I, I wanted is, to ask they you end a question, up, but you finished. They end up. What was it? They end up. Uh, being this kid, Lucas, who's, like, the best, like, whatever, um, and he hooks up his, like, power glove to, like, take on the autistic kid that they're using to, like, basically, because he has, like, a, he's, like, a savant yeah. for the Nintendo, um, and they take on, uh, Lucas with his power glove, and, like, first, like, he types in the thing, and it makes, like, the close encounter noises, which is cool in of itself, and then, like, he's controlling this, like, car game and kicking the crap out of the autistic kid with just his power glove just, like, moving slightly. And it was just like, oh, my God, I gotta have that! And then it's like, you actually get it. 
You can do none of the things. You can do nothing. You just play <laughs> Nintendo, but at a very uncomfortable angle on your yes. wrist. You don't even get two hands anymore. You get one hand, and it's <laughs> totally unintuitive. But I think with the Switch and how incredibly accurate those motion controls can be, um, and you know you can add cameras and whatever to to view it. I think it's Nintendo's time to come back with a power glove. I I, I would absolutely love to see it. But <laughs> what? Where did we start that? Because I, I had a purpose. Oh, well, oh, oh okay, yes. You're trying to sell me on VR yeah. to a Star Wars game. <laughs> That's what it is. So, so for me, there's a thousand and one cells, and I'm going to pitch my absolute dream Harry Potter game in a minute. But what if, like, how cheap would it have to be to pitch you a Star Wars game where you get to play through, as Luke Skywalker, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and every single lightsaber bat. Wow, I am having a tr- really hard time right now. Every single lightsaber bat. I'm just so excited. Every single lightsaber what did the battle. Fucking Dennis do to you? <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna talk about that at the end, and that actually might be part of it. Every single lightsaber battle was dependent on your motion and your ability to fight. Obviously, with leeway, you don't have to be an actual swordsman. But those chore- the choreography in freaking the first three movies, it's cool. But it's not Darth Maul scene cool. It's just well, no. That's the whole thing. Is George Lucas had actually said the whole reason that they have those like really big elaborate lightsaber fights in the original and like the prequel trilogy was because he was like in the original trilogy you only have old men uh, <laughs> yeah. fighting with lightsabers or like kids that were taught by old men. Yeah. <laughs> like so, so it's like you have to show what it was like in its prime. So that's the perfect thing for the average person picking up the game. How much would you pay for to live? And I'm being honest because when we get to the hip, uh, the simulation hypothesis, it gets even more intense. How much would you pay to actually live the first three Star Wars? Uh, you 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 are in it. You're you're watching. You are in Luke Skywalker's eyes. And let's just say it plays out as a movie, and you fight the scenes, and you do the training, and all that cool stuff. Uh, Dude, I, mean, I, I prefer to pay like one hundred dollars. I don't even like be- Star Wars, and I would give you all of my money. I would just write a blank check, and I don't even know what the. I've never seen them. That would be my first time seeing them. <laughs> I mean, like, I might be willing to go up to two hundred dollars. <laughs> Son of a bitch! No, okay. I honestly believe that Patrick would pay, and you own it, so you can do it as often as you choose. I honestly believe you would pay roughly a grand for that. I would not pay. Where so, that's just for me. That. I believe I could. Me and uh, marketing and your other friends could convince you that it's worth it because we are buying it as well. I would easily pay a grand for that. Are you kidding me? I've paid a grand for the consoles I own already, and I don't even play <laughs> yeah, them. I, I don't even touch the damn things. I'm you're, getting, you're a, I'm getting, you're a six of a bitch. I'm you're a six of a bitch. Way too excited right now. All right, let me just tell you my quick. I know you're not into Harry Potter like we are. And that's just because it's not your generation. But, uh, oh. oh I, fuck I'm just you. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but in, in reality, you were what? Like 14 when the books came out or something? No, no, no. I don't no. know. What was the year of the first book? 97. 96. So, yeah, I was 14. Yeah, oh, my God. I got lucky. Okay. <laughs> so, you were 14 when a book for roughly 8 to 10 year olds came out. And at the time, it wasn't even what it was going to become. When Harry Potter came out, it was just Harry Potter, whatever. The second book picked up steam, and from the third on, it was a cultural powerhouse. But by that time, you were 17 years old. You have no reason to care. By the time the first movie came out in 2001, 
you were yeah 17 or 18 years old 18 you you had no reason to give a shit about a bunch of 12 year old kids running around casting spells i was the exact demographic for the movies and <laughs> luckily for me the year the first movie came out was the first year that our school uh did i was like so in 2001 i've been 10 years old would have done um it was this dumb english thing where the more you read the more credit you gained towards school or something i don't remember but they didn't safeguard it for adaptations. So you got to pick your book, and you got to pick the quiz based off your book. So just watch the movie. So I watched Harry Potter, and there was tons of movies. You're only really lucky it was close to the book. Yeah, like, yeah. Tons of movies, yeah, well, you would have been, been fucked if, hard. Oh, if I had watched the fourth movie, I would have been screwed. The, the, the lawnmower man. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm going to do. Okay, that is a bad example. but they. Um, so I picked that, and anyways, that sold me, and I went and watched the... Fourth, fifth, sixth. No, no, no. Fourth, fifth, seventh, part one, and seventh, part two in theaters. And I am, me and my uh, friend Frankie at work are super into Harry Potter. I own all the books. I read all the books. I own all the movies. I watch them constantly. Um, and my loot crate that should be coming in soon, not a sponsor, and I'm going to say not a sponsor, don't sign up for them until they sponsor us, uh, <laughs> is supposed to be the reason I signed up, Rick and Morty and Harry Potter. And it's also supposed to be um, Westworld and something else, but I'm more concerned in the Rick and Morty Harry Potter side of it. My, really? My dream, <laughs> my dream VR game is literally just a year at Hogwarts. You know, just screw Harry Potter. He can go screw. I don't want to be you're there. Gonna, you're going to screw Harry Potter in this scenario? That's weird, Kevin. <laughs> okay, That's a weird thing for you to do. What did I just tell you about VR porn, okay? I can't get down with it yet. All right? Although, have you seen? Because you have a fire hose for a cock. Have you apparently. seen those sex robots? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've been kind of developed for. Years Are you and telling years me years I get to VR like, bang Daniel Radcliffe? Is that what you're saying to me right now? Back. That's and forth? not at all what I'm saying. That's what you're that's saying what you're to me right now. Um, you're saying you want to bang Daniel Radcliffe? That's on you. I'm not, okay, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm not on trial here, so I don't have to answer that question. Um, my dream is just literally like maybe either 10 years after or 10 years before Harry Potter existed to go through a year at Hogwarts. You know, go up, go, like Skyrim. You know how when you go to bed at Skyrim, time goes by, and if you don't, you just go through the night? You you go through, oh, no, you don't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I do. I'm aware of it, but I only, like, so, played, like, three times. If but... you go, it, just like any RPG, if you go around at night, no one's around. If you go around during the day, everyone's around. If you go to bed, time lapses. So I would love a year at Hogwarts go to my uh, chamber say the the with okay so that's that's the perfect uh segue into what will sell us on vr for me and then i'm going to give you a chance just to give me anything as soon as they can put in voice recognition which i understand is a huge addition to a video game because you have to program every possible outcome into the video game and that's insane i mean games would be a terabyte have you ever played scribbled knots patrick Mm, no have you ever heard of it yes okay so to the people who may or may have not it started out as a nintendo ds game uh and moved on to more ds games and a pc game and uh android games you can solve puzzles by typing in almost i i haven't found something that tricked the game so like let's say you know there's two platforms and a moat with alligators in it and you got to get across you can type in jetpack. You can type in plane. You can type in, uh, uh, what are they doing Robin Hood? The bow and arrow with a rope tied to it. You can type in anything you want and the game figures it out. 
take that, add voice controls into VR, that's what sells me. Because if I could walk around the corridors at Harry, uh, in Harry Potter and convince Dumbledore that I'm totally up to good and I'm not just wandering at 1 o'clock in the morning to go to the library, I would... Oh, Patrick. that <laughs> That is, like I said, a one terabyte game that I don't expect to ever exist, at least not in my lifetime. But that's what it would take to sell me. So we were just talking about it. You said you'd pay 200 bucks. You're a total liar. To Star Wars... <laughs> Possibly two hundred fifty dollars. Okay, two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> Give me your dream VR scenario. So, like, whether it be movement, whether it be couch based, movie based, your own game of your creation, living out Seth Rollins' career, whatever it is, what is your dream VR scenario? Actually, just a wrestling VR would be really cool because I could. Like, I've said before, people have said to me, they're just like, it's like, you should be a wrestler. I'm like, I my knees are fucked, my ankles are <laughs> fucked, like, my shoulder's fucked, like, yeah. I should not be a wrestler. Like, maybe a fucking manager. Like, that was always something I thought would be cool. That but, would like, be cool. As far as the actual wrestling part, that's not a good idea for me. However, if you, like, put, like, a system in place where basically I could be, like, essentially, like, getting to, like, wrestle, like, being a professional wrestler, but without actually having to deal with the actual like <laughs> probable after effects of that occurring in my life so how would that okay so so wrestling would be particular because of movement so let me just explain the htc vibe really quick and then i'll give it back to you the oculus rift at first was just a headset and com- keyboard mouse or controller like that was it it made it very disorientating to play certain like um, movement games because when you move in your own you know, action left to right, that's one thing. When you move left to right with a joystick, but it feels like it's your, like someone's controlling your vision, <laughs> that's what gives the headaches, that's what cause, causes all this crazy stuff. So when the Vive came out, it had all these sensors built into the headset. It looks kind of funny, like a golf ball, all these little dents in it. Um, and you can put four, well, two to four, um, sensors up in the corners of your room, and it, you know, plays off that. There's cameras and yada yada. So that when you're in a game... Other than a gyroscope and accelerometer, you're in a room, let's say a 15 by 15, anywhere you walk in the game, you walk that, and it lets you know when you're too close to a wall so you don't go straight into a wall. Um, when you're doing that kind of stuff, you need that for a wrestling game. So if you were to play a wrestling game, I, it would be disorientating if you if you didn't have that whole room set up to just kind of like jump off the top rope and do some dope trick because you'd be sitting still, but... You'd be seeing and feeling like you're flying and doing some awesome, I don't know the name of any trick sort of a thing. <laughs> like a Phoenix Splash? Yes. A fe- oh, wait, wait. Splash. Isn't a Phoenix Splash when you do like the Gainer 360, like you rotate, do a backflip? You, you rotate uh, midair. You start basically facing the crowd. Uh, you change midair to uh, frontways to your opponent. And you do a 450, which is a full rotation, and then you land. So if you were doing that in VR, I feel like that is a headache waiting to happen. <laughs> so let's just say in your scenario of VR, you don't go off the top ropes. They come at you off the top <laughs> ropes, but you don't... Or if you do go off the top ropes, it's entirely controller-based. So if you don't if you don't map out the, the, the flip rotate, it doesn't complete successfully otherwise you would be watching a screen do it in front of your eyes and that would just mess your head up so so wrestling game is your choice 
controller. Well, it's on top of my head. I mean, I can't really think of anything else, but okay. fair. <laughs> Do you want me to try to pitch some that I think you might be into? Fine, go ahead. Okay. Would you be down for a literal Matrix? So we're going to talk about the Matrix because we're talking <laughs> about uh, simulations. You are Neo. You can see if you toggle it and you learn it throughout the game, source code and stuff like that. And as far as I'm aware, I've only ever seen the first video, or the first movie, not video. And after I saw it, it blew my goddamn mind. I was like... Oh, no, I love the first movie. Yeah, it was, I, love, I, mean, I think I, I told I liked you, didn't I? Didn't too. I, like, come to you like, I finally <laughs> saw it! Um, it! It melted my face off, and I'm happy to have that experience. I don't want to watch any others. But can't he, like, fly and stuff in the others because the ending of the first one? Uh, yes. Okay, so... Well, because typically anyone really theoretically could. I mean, because you're controlling... The whole point of the Matrix is basically, like, when you're in the Matrix... You're technically controlling whatever because like, your appearance is based on your brain. So like, we're gonna you know, get whatever. to that. We're gonna get to that uh, when we get to the hypothesis part of it, which we're running up on, you know, twenty five minutes. So we're gonna get to it soon. Um, I'm, I've got a few more pitches. Wrestling, Star Wars. Where does Matrix land on your hierarchy of like you would dig that, or is that too lame? Because that's mean, like your everyday life. That's just, it's Sims with powers yeah. potentially if you learn it. No, I mean, I like The Matrix, but yeah, no, I wouldn't really care that much. Like, it's like, it's fine, but like, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I, I still, I, to this day, I've never played a Matrix game, so like... Okay. Like, I watched all three films more okay. than once, but it doesn't mean that I'm just like... I heard the game oh, hey, like shit, I, so I, that's all I can say. I'm not entirely sure. I, I couldn't say. I mean, the, the, the sequels, I mean, they're fine. I mean, <gasps> they're sequels that shouldn't exist. That whole thing yes. was basically like, it was a situation where like, the Wachowskis... Which, granted, is kind of psychotic mm. in this day and age anyway. Sorry, while like... you're finishing that statement, I should let you know, and if it wasn't apparent already, this wasn't water. Just It's vodka? It, it was a gin and tonic, and I, oh, Jesus. And I didn't measure out the gin. Just, <laughs> just That explains a lot of your vocal tics. Getting it out of but there. But that's fine. So, okay, so um, <laughs> finish your statement on the Wachowski brothers. But no, it was, well, now they're just Wachowskis. Oh, but, um, shouts out. Because <laughs> they're they're both transgender females. But, wait, um, really? Oh, wait, you've told me this. Why am I surprised? Okay, yeah. yes, you're right. Lana Continue. and Lily Wachowski. Yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, like they they, they which granted this day and age is kind of crazy, but they just basically made a one off in yeah. the Matrix, and then it made a kajillion dollars. So then, like the studio is like, we need more. Just like we don't have more. <laughs> like we're gonna make more regardless. So it's like I guess we'll make more, and so like. The next two, like, they're not bad by a stretch of imagination, but it was, like, people bitch about them. Like, because they're not supposed to exist. Like, that's the thing I always think is funny is, like, when you don't want a franchise, you end up stuck with one. And when you do want a franchise, it's, like, they left so much on the table. Like, in the Power Rangers movie and, like, I can name, like, I have never Wait, is that not being franchised? I don't think so. I don't think it made, basically everything I heard was they didn't make enough money to, like, justify making more. Um, But it's, like, they left so much on the table and they're just, like... Well, I guess fuck it then. It's just like, <laughs> this is why I like Christopher Nolan's philosophy. Where, like, because I guess um, David Goyer kept, like, coming to him with stuff on Batman. Where he's just like, it's like, yeah, we're going to leave this for, like, the next movie. And he's like, no. Like, we do every movie as it's the only movie we're going to, like, the last movie we're going to do. And, like, so that was the whole thing. It's why every fucking Batman movie is very satisfying. And if you had stopped at any point, if you had stopped after it begins. Started or stopped, stopped yeah. the Dark Knight. I'm just saying, like, at any point in that trilogy, you could have stopped, and it would have been fine. Well, I haven't seen Rises, but I know The Dark Knight alone can be watched without Begins. You can just watch that movie and be into it. Yeah. 
that's my whole thing is like Nolan was very much like about like no no you leave everything on the table so like that's the thing I always think is funny where just like every fucking studio where you basically just like because that's the kind of thing with the, with the Matrix because they, they put everything out there yeah. and then the studio is like we need more like we, we gave you everything <laughs> it was just like so it's just it's just fucked up the way the studio system is now but yeah like you can keep pitching me VR things oh, okay yes you, you know what you're my rock Patrick you you <laughs> keep me where I need to be okay I guess the Marvel Universe would be cool God right. damn it, Patrick. You don't even <laughs> let me do anything. Okay, so before I get to another one, uh, Marvel Universe, but you only get to be the character you pick from the start. So you get to watch yeah. all this cool shit going on, or you get to be a part of it, yada yada, depending on which movie and all that cool stuff. One, would that be something you'd be interested in? Two, would you like it? I just it? said it would be. Yeah, yeah, but I mean in a actual go out and purchase it way two how would your controls work controller keyboard mouse touch controls and or some sort of room uh, uh scanning and three which character would you pick obviously i mean come on i gotta know that uh i mean i i feel like if you're stuck forever like yeah, you're well i mean you can restart the game but your oh, campaign okay. goes through as that you you can't trade off mid-story and you're you know with these sort of bigger games there's the ability to make uh, the decisions you make change the outcome. So yeah. as that grows and as gaming grows, you know, if you choose to be Captain America and you make the wrong choice, the game's completely different than if you choose to be Hawkeye and you do such and such. Like, Cap would be cool, Spuddy would be cool, but I do think the character I would pick would be Daredevil. Ooh. Because it's, like, the best of, like, all worlds where, like, you get to do cool ninja stuff, but you also get to do cool, like, jumping off building shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know who I'd be? Uh, besides daredevil because daredevil's my very first no god it's not weird <laughs> uh, daredevil's my first he's my favorite superhero ever but um besides, well i'm sorry that you're snapper car and you weren't you weren't happy about it so yeah that's a pretty good point um <laughs> i would without a doubt be wolverine because i think vr controls i thought i'd be wolverine of, but same time like like having the claws with controllers in your hand so every swipe you make shred stuff well that would be amazing I'm not saying it wouldn't be, but it's, it's, it'd be kind of one note is my only thing. That's like the whole thing with Daredevil would be cool because you're kind of like constantly kind of like You've got the weapons, the you've got the jumping, you've got yeah. the senses, you've yeah. got working with yeah. the Avengers, working on your own. Yeah. yeah, I see that. I definitely see that. Because Wolverine was my first thought, but I was just like, it's, it's the same thing as, like, it's less so than Cap. At least Cap a projectile that I can kind of play with. Yeah. The, oh, um, yeah, the, the shield would be, in VR, that would be yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, so I was like, Wolverine, like, I love Wolverine, like, obviously my favorite Marvel character, but I'm just like, I feel like it'd be kind of one note, because basically it's like, once you've torn one guy apart with your claws, you kind of torn every guy apart with your claws. That's true. Um, alright, so let's move on to my last pitch, and we're gonna stick on a certain theme, and I'll get to that in a second. So, all of this stuff is grandiose, you know, uh, VR, you can do magic, and you can do, like, teleportation and flying, and all of these cool, sort of, completely unrealistic unreal to the human ability. So, let's go within the peak of the human ability. How would you feel about a John Wick-style game? I'm talking, like, almost Call of Duty-esque. You have to be... The reason I bring this up, I played Doom last night for the first time, the Doom remake, and that game is insanely hard. If you're not on point with your direction, if you're not on point with your gun and switching out and ammo and this stuff, it's insane. 
How would you feel about a John Wick game with that level of difficulty? You have, like, let's say a pistol controller or just a touch controller that works the same. And you go and uh, complete the revenge. I feel like I'd be, I'm, I'm much more interested in watching John Wick do the things that I would be. <laughs> that's what I thought I was going to be your to be the best. <laughs> like, that's, that's a whole, that's a, that's oh, a can of worms. You there. know what? Actually, like, you just touched on one thing that's perfect. Stressfulness. So, your emotions in VR can get the best of you. There is certain VR games out there that are meant to be puzzle-style games. And because you have the ability to feel like it's real, it becomes more intense let's say so how would you, you want vr porn again no i'm kind of talking about VR porn. um i actually sometimes just ejaculate without touching myself because it's so real <laughs> i'm like they're there they're actually on it right now and they're not but i trick myself um i have never done that but <laughs> but let's say a horror film game do you play horror games is the first question. Any of them. Not generally. Like, I don't dislike You them, played the Alien one, right? Wasn't that pretty spooky? A little bit. My only problem with the Alien game was it was way too fucking hard. That's <laughs> so, funny. like, I didn't make it terribly far. So, because not even the guy got killed by the Alien. I just kept getting stuck. I'm just like, this is stupid. Have you like, played Slenderman? Slenderman's a popular one. I know it exists, but I've never okay. played it, no. So, let's just... I saw the movie. I'm going to pick a specific one that you have the ability to work around just based on the movie. I do love Doom. That's, Doom anyway, is way more I know, intense really... than I give it credit for, but it's not really horror. Um, it's intense. Um, what if they made a movie based off of, let's say, a certain horror? Uh, Friday the 13th game is cool. I heard that was good. I never touched it. But I, I did I, I did hear good things. My buddy um, Tommy plays it. What would you say to a uh, Hellraiser game where the first thing is solving the puzzle to open the cube and you have no choice? Once you open the cube, you go about your quote-unquote daily You lost life. me at Hellraiser game. You wouldn't play it? This? <laughs> Fuck no. Ugh. Like, can you... If I ever see a puzzle box, I'm not touching the puzzle <laughs> box. I've seen Hellraiser. No. <laughs> You're not going to go up to the gypsy at the uh, fair... Wait. I don't like Isn't Rubik's Cubes. is gypsy politically incorrect? <laughs> yes. Actually, I didn't know that until um, a couple of years ago. There was like a whole thing at Comic-Con where Peter David, I guess, had said gypsy. Or somebody asked him about gypsies uh, at... Uh, at Comic-Con, and it became, and, like, somebody, like, say it was, like, G, like, star, 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 like, Y, like, S, and I'm like, what the fuck word is that? And I looked it up, I'm like, wait, gypsy's a bad word now? Yeah, like, I didn't know that. It's, it's insulting, and I don't know the, uh, so, so, let me just start I by. I guess they want, Rom- I, I, get people, I guess people want to say Romani, I guess, Okay. Romanians, I guess. So, what, you know, now's not the time to do a historical research on the word. I don't understand that's a bad word, so I apologize for saying it, but the point remains, what if, um, <laughs> oh, I was saying if you went up and found a person who gave you a puzzle box. Um, let's, let's move out of VR because I'm getting distracted in my own head and I can't follow a thought. Uh, and you're uh, gin tonic. <laughs> no, it was, I'm guessing only two shots, which is not a lot, but if you drink it really fast for a 150 pound male who only drinks <laughs> maybe once a week, it's a lot. Um, we're going to move into what I really want to talk about that we actually are probably going to do the least amount of time on, and I'll explain why in a second. The, the government. <laughs> government. <laughs> and they're out to get you. Um, the simulation hypothesis. So, Patrick, do you know what this is other than the obvious? Uh, maybe. Okay. So it is literally the matrix with asterisks about what your limits are. 
So like we were just saying, in the Matrix, because it is very real, there is computers that create the simulation, you can choose what you want to do, but you don't know that you have that ability, so you can come in and out of it. Well, the people who have that, you know, learn about that can. The simulation hypothesis is, as humans, uh, c- currently us, our, our species, has created a simulation that is self-sustaining. We have created a wor- world that can start to evolve and build. The implications of that are someone has done that to us and that's exactly what we are. So, with that being said, that is that is the basis of the entire theory is that we are literally just a simulation and we're not sure if we're within a simulation of a species that created a simulation of a species that created a simulation. Like, we don't know how deep we are into it because if we can do it, the people before us could do it, the people before us could do that, where does it end? Infinity. Go to bed, Kevin. You're drunk. No, no, no. This is a very real theory that Neil deGrasse Tyson has said, yeah, that could ha- that could be real. He's not necessarily a proponent of it, but he is on the side of saying, keep an open mind, that could be what we're experiencing. So... It's, well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point in the matrix was that like yeah it could be when anything you when you do you're watching the matrix you're like well that could be real life you don't <laughs> even know rest of which houses are trying to like tell us like they're screaming from another gen like uh, dimension there's like they're the neo this happening, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well so that's the terrifying thing is like i was just saying we've done that we've created well on a very minor scale we haven't created a human world of uh, freaking cavemen and watch them turn into this that and the other we have literally just created this sort of like algorithm and simulation that was able to keep itself going so it's it's we're we're on the proper like steps to there so one of the big things is and i'm not going to look up the statistics right now the world's best supercomputer can compute actions at let's just say a million per second that's the pinnacle of technology right now for processing power our brains are capable of something like 32 billion actions per second. So we're not even close. But we can get there. Like, it keeps evolving. It's it, The rate that... Techn- so that's one of the, like, hey, this is how we know it's real. Go from, you know, 2000 BC to 1800 AD. Or, sorry, they've actually changed now. It's before Common Era and after Common Era. So BCE to... Uh, ac or whatever there was like barely any advancement it was very basic stuff i mean you've read in books about um like agriculture and irrigation stuff that the romans had and batteries that were found in egypt and yada yada but it's it's all relatively very like the most terrible word i can think of is amish (laughs) so like (laughs) what they can do is what's been able to be been done for years um and then all of a sudden 1850 to now electricity starts battery starts engine starts combustibility or combustible engines like gas and diesel start and you move on and on and on and on and now you get to where we are today that happened at such a fast pace people of this theory will say this is why we're programmed to move at this point in time to this you know to this level i think that's a little bit of a crackpot reach but that's one of the things and there was this gentleman i don't remember his name i looked it up earlier today and i'm not going to bring the article up again who allegedly put big air quotes dug and dug and dug and dug using industrial equipment into the center of earth not literally the center but very very deep and he found 
source code down there. Yeah, numbers. How he found them, did he see them in the dirt? I don't know. He found source code. And on his way up, oh, one thing led to another, and there was accidents, and now it's covered, and he can't get to it again. So, you know. But whatever, let's just assume he's right. No, I will not assume that. That guy's a fucking crazy person. I'm not assuming that's right. Let's just assume this guy knows what's up. No. And he actually saw Neo style strings of 01001110110111 all on the ground. This is what me and DJ and Jake talked about today. Does it mean anything, Patrick? Uh, Because it doesn't exist? No. No, 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 no. Even if it was 100% real. It's irrelevant. What you're living is what you're living. It doesn't matter if you figure it out that it's a code. You can't change that the code led you to that. You know what I mean? I mean, sure, but it's still fucking stupid as shit. It is. I'm not going to deny that. If you're going to latch on... I don't even like nihilism, and that's what I subscribe to. If anything you latch onto, I think is kind of stupid. But if you do believe that this is it, why? do you believe like what's the point in you believing that this is what actually is happening i don't i will not (laughs) if everything was um i believe in the wachowski film uh (laughs) jupiter descending more than i fucking believe in this all right that's fair although i heard and that that involved a half man half dog fucking channing tatum um okay let's just start by saying anything with uh channing tatum uh is is top notch Okay, I believe it. Anyway. I actually love Jupiter Ascending, don't get me wrong. Cause I, I still think that movie is unfairly shit on. You know? I feel like that, that movie was like based on like a comic book or based on anything else. People would have been far more forgiving of it, but everyone's just like, fuck this movie, <laughs> like it's stupid, blah, blah. I'm just like, it's a fucking fantasy so, fable. Like, who let me ask you a shit? question. Like, is it because Eddie Raymond gets some serious abs going on for that movie? Is that why you love it? Oh, Eddie Redmayne? I actually really like Fucking, I don't know where letters go in words. First, <laughs> it's the goddamn other shit with the S in it for, for the Watchmen, and now it's this Redmayne, and... Uh, ticking me it's off. A, it's the only uh, Eddie Redmayne performance I can recall. I mean, cause I, I know he played Stephen Hawking, but he yep. did that movie they can give a shit. He's also in uh, um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Him. I still and he's also that, so in some go. Oscar bait movie that apparently didn't get any nominations for Oscars. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, so yeah, I think the only thing I've actually seen him in was Jupiter or something. But I liked him fine in it. Like, he's yeah. fine. He's got a six set of abs. But anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> Back it up. Um, when people go out... So like Christianity has an obvious goal. Heaven. It, it's, it's get to heaven and avoid hell. That's the very clear goal. And that is for most religions. Like Judaism is to get to heaven and avoid... What do they believe in? Like purgatory or something? I don't think that there's heaven or hell in Judaism. There's no there? hell. I know there's no hell. I don't know about heaven. I thought it basically was just the whole point of it was basically just being the best person you are while like, that you're might be alive. That. Um, you know, like certain forms of uh, Hinduism is reincarnation and so yes. on and so forth. If you, honest to God, believe in the simulation hypothesis, you're not doing yourself any good. Because if our stuff is pre-programmed, well, guess what? we're programmed to have this conversation right now so there's no point and everything's gonna roll the way it goes if we have a algorithmic version of free will again there's nothing we can do to get out of it it's irrelevant and that's what blew my mind at first because when i texted you and said i wanted to talk about this it's because i was listening to 
a separate podcast about it, and I was like, oh, that sounds neat. I wonder if, what? That sounds crazy. Like, I was basically a Charles Manson supporter. I was just like, what are you talking about? I'm on board. Um, I do not murder celebrities, for the record. Um, <laughs> but I started talking to them, and both of them had the exact same, let's call it, argument of it's irrelevant, and I, and I sold myself into it really hard. What's why does this theory exist? I'm asking you why someone would come up with this as like a reason to uh, give themselves some sort of importance. It it takes away all importance, dude. That's I mean, literally everything that's been created by anyone ever was just just like for the placation of their own ego. Like so, and that's yeah. that's why that's the long and short of it. Yeah, I guess you're totally <clears throat> right about that. And egos are bullshit. And I I can't talk about work right now, but. Something at work happened where everyone got all on themselves, and I was like, I don't care. Like, I I just want to die. Not in, like, a... <laughs> no, 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 no. That sounded bad. Not in a suicidal <laughs> way, but I just don't care to exist. Like, because I am existing, cool. Moving on. Let's keep doing it. But it doesn't... I don't care. Like, if I just disappeared, that's not really a negative. That's just what it is. I don't understand. Patrick, I don't understand. Just I buy no more genetics for you. I buy right? Watchmen no comics and I buy video games and I have a wife and that's it. I don't care about anything else. I mean, you have friends and family. Okay, and shit. maybe I was a little like stepping on that, <laughs> but I'm just saying when people try to seek any sort of value in these beliefs, I almost look down on them because I'm just like <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, that's not, I'm not doing a very good job with my words right now, and I understand that. But I just want to get through it, if that makes sense. That's literally my end game is just to get through it. Does that make sense? Sure, I guess. I mean, that's that's nihilism. So like, there you go. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's I get like Kevin's whole fucking thing. We're just like, we're just like, is existence over yet? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, Kevin, chill the fuck that's out. That's like that's like what I should put as my if AIM was still a thing. That's what I should put <laughs> as like my status. Is existence over yet? Because that's honestly how I feel. And it's not the right way. But I honestly, if you believe in the simulation hypothesis, just go do something else, man. Just just. Go figure out something better than this. There's totally other stuff out there. Uh, that's depressing. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, let's move on to our games. Are you ready for our games, Patrick? I don't think you should ever drink again. Just throw no, no, no. I'm, I'm the one and a half to two shots of alcohol. I'm not blaming on this moment. I think I would say it either way. But are you ready to play our games? Sure. <laughs> Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Alright, let's move into who's who. Not on topic. I know lately I've been trying to stick on to the topic like the robots and all that good stuff. This is just I was in a fight. Neo or the lawnmower <laughs> man? Yeah, that's not on there. It's Neo. Um, I was driving home and went, oh, shit, I didn't think of who's who's. And I got home. Luckily, you weren't ready right away, so I got to think these up. They are just nonsensical. Who's you who? You told me much later than you actually turned out to be. Yeah, I was supposed to I be home later. I planned for much later. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, the kings, in my opinion, of sketch comedy, Key and Peele or 
Dave Chappelle and Dave Chappelle. Which one of us is the one sketch show? Which one of us is the other sketch show? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. They both have different tones. They both politically step on different toes. They're they're their own sort of brand of sketch comedy. Key and Peele, Dave Chappelle. I mean, I like Get Out a lot, so I'm going to take Key and Peele. <laughs> That's your justification. That's... I don't really watch... I Okay, I watched the first season, I think, of Chappelle's show. Oh. And I've watched random sketches here and there of Key and Peele. Okay. So literally, like, the only fucking frame of reference I have is I really like Get Out, so I'm taking Key and okay. Peele. Okay, you know what? That's what I can offer I, you. I can't oh. fault you there. But I'm going to take Key and Peele, and I'm going to give you Dave Chappelle in my personal thing for one reason. Dave Chappelle, despite being absolutely hilarious, is incredibly more emotional and political with his stuff. And I feel like you can hit a chord with your quote-unquote logistics better than I can. I'm just a... I just fuck around. That's what I do. And Key and Peele, they touch every note. They just jump to whatever they feel is the current uh let's push this button kind of like south park you know how each episode is about what's currently that's how i feel about key and peel so that's the reason i would give you one or the other i've seen all of dave Chappelle. i've seen half of key and peel i think in total because it was on hulu for a while i might still be um but it, it kind of goes either way that one's not really a great one let's just scratch that get that out of there all right patrick uh we're gonna do three more because i've only got three more left what? uh who's who Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. Just, you know... I'm totally Chevy Chase. You're totally Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> okay, give me... Because because I basically only know Fletch and Ghostbusters, I'm going to need you to give me more around these people. <laughs> well, Fletch alone should give me Chevy Chase. Fair enough. But, like, Chevy Chase generally... Like, he could do, and later in his career did do, fucking stupid physical comedy. But, like, my preferred Chevy Chase, I think the better Chevy Chase is dry sarcastic like Chevy Chase and that's my wheelhouse. Okay, like, okay. Dan Aykroyd at his best was like cuz basically when uh Saturday Night Live started, like it was all like and that's thing like, I actually had this conversation with my dad the other day where I was like it's much better not like this is going to sound horrible but it's actually much better that John Belushi died when he did. Just because, like, okay. it's very much like the, like, it's better to die here than live to be well, become well, the villain Well, so this thing. is what we talked about Whereas, with Firefly like, earlier. Where, because yeah, well, it well, ended. I'm just saying, like, what's I'm saying? Like, I was like, because John Belushi died when he was young, everyone's just like, I was like, either John Belushi or you live and become Dan Aykroyd. Like, wow. where it's like, Dan soon. Aykroyd was, like, a total fucking, like, anarchic force when he was on, like, Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. he was, like, his best sketches were, like, batshit insane. And then, like... Enough time passed, and then, like, the Canadians started coming out of him, and it became less and less interesting. So it's, like, to now where he's just, like, that's a dad figure that talks about the next Ghostbusters movie a lot. Like, so it's, like, um, whereas Chevy Chase is still the same dick he always was, annoying people, like, that are paying Not caring about anything. Oh, my God, the community thing. Yeah, good point. (laughs) You know what? You could have just said community, and I'd have been sold. I'd have been on your side, but, uh, and Jake will get that reference, uh, about how bad he treated community or, well, he didn't treat them bad. He just, yeah, he treated them bad. Okay. Who's who of the military branches, Navy, Air Force, 
uh, Army, Marines, Coast Guard. You've got five choices. You know what? I think we should have left the Chappelle show and Key and Peele <laughs> thing and not do this. Too late. You have to pick. And the reason I'm putting this one on there, A, I can't talk about it, and B, a lot of my family <laughs> was in the military, so I have Marines, Navy, and Army in my family, and it's hilarious to watch them all rip on each other, so that's why I want, because of what they say about each other that you don't hear them, I want to know who you would just generally give us, and then I'll roll into why it's funny. So, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, who would you put for each of us? I don't care. You gotta um... pick it, it's the game. <laughs> I guess you can be, like, the Navy. I don't know. And I can be, like, the Marines. I don't know. <laughs> okay. This is stupid, so, and I don't so know why we're doing it. <laughs> let me give you why one of those is decent and the other one's way off. Because I don't care? Is that why? <laughs> no. If you Okay, so that's actually part of it. Let's just say, and this is, you know what? I apologize in advance for any assumptions I make of military groups. You are stronger than me. You are better than me. Please don't come at me. But the way it goes as far as my family ripping on each other and the way I understand it. Army. People who just don't care and they just want to get paid and not work a general job until they have experience. Navy. Nerds who like hanging out with other guys. Air Force, the smart guys who want to actually solve problems mathematically and scientifically. The Marines, fucking jocks who want to kill people. That's my And the Coast Guard is anyone who's not good enough to get into those other four. That's the, Okay, I understand that is all sounds terrible, but that is the way they pick on each other, okay? That is the way my family rips on each other. So with that being said, you are definitely Air Force. Or, I mean, uh, Army. You are just... <laughs> okay, in, no, I'll take Air Force. You're, I'll, you're, I'll keep Air Force. You're Army because you're just in it for the paycheck. I'll pay. keep Air Force. You are just getting in it Air for Force. the paycheck and to get out as soon as you can and move on. <laughs> yes, the Air Force. I, <laughs> I will totally understand. I don't love it, but giving me the Navy, I'm a friendly guy, and I'm, I'm a nerd. Cool. I also kind of work for them. I get it. I'm, you know, the, their joke is that they, it's it's the same joke as pirates. You spend so much time on a boat with guys together, what's going to happen? Uh, I, I, I don't stand for that, but that is the general um, joke that is played. So you're saying you're anti-gay, Kevin? I'm you're saying... Say you don't stand for it? No, 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 no. weird no. that you make that I choice. don't stand for... Why do you hate gay people? I don't stand for the stereotype, okay? I totally love gay people. They're great guys. Great people, and they're fun friends. I honestly believe we are both army. If I was to give us both people, it's army. So basically, the uh, Bill Murray film Stripes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are Stripes. Uh, and then let's. Uh, so, do you? Are you okay with us both being army? And I can be. You're Air not Force. Air Force, okay? <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Who's who? And this one's more more lighthearted. Sully from Monsters, Inc., and Mr. Incredible from uh, The Incredibles, which they both share incredibly similar roles, which is why I went with it. I was going to say. They're, the they're, they're very similar, but there is a few distinctions. 
that I'm curious. You could have very easily just done Sully and Mike Wazowski, and that would have been equally that's, that would have been yeah, less okay. difficult. So, <laughs> exactly. Sully and Mike Wazowski. I always make those mistakes. I pick ones that I think are going to be fun, and then it's just very obviously, you're this and I'm that. It's like, there's no game there. So this way, you take two people who are very similar with slight differences, and you have to choose who you are. Sully, Mike Wazowski. I don't know. Er, oh guess. my god, no, no, no. <laughs> Sully, I know you. I Mr. know, I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll be Mr. Incredible and you could be Sully. I don't fucking know. <laughs> god damn, we do this all the time. I flip it. <laughs> I flip it for one specific reason. Okay. Mr. Incredible is doing it for his family, which is something I would do. Sully is doing it for someone he loves, which is something you would do. So, not saying you don't love your family, but he's doing it specifically as, like, a family value thing. That's that whole movie. The kid, the little boy is hyperactive, and you Dash. can't... Dash. His name is Dash. Okay, I was just kind of... Yes. Okay, Dash. Violet is, like, shy and in that weird, awkward teenage stage where she can't interact with boys. Uh, uh, I can't remember her name right now. What's the mom? Mrs. Incredible? Yeah, but uh, Elastigirl, I can't remember her actual name, is stretched to no ends like a mom is and the dad has to be the strong guy so that's very traditional family values which i think i fall closer into sully hates everything he just wants to scare and then all of a sudden this person boo let's just say that's kevin because you love me comes into your life (laughs) and you are willing to do almost anything to make sure that they're safe that's very patrick you treat your friends way higher than you do your family so they're both like the quote-unquote alpha male that's just trying to protect and take care of the one's doing it for one reason, the other's doing it for the other. That's why I put me incredible, you, Sully. Okay, fine. That's fair. Yeah, right. I'll, that I'll that justification makes sense, right? Yes, it does. Yes. All right. Um, that was so sweet. We are some sweet guys. Let's move into... <laughs> I mean, you hate gay people. But I don't hate gay yes. people. I love gay people. I'm just not totally there You don't yet. stand for them. That's <laughs> what you said. That's I, exact I, words. I kneel for them. Oh, too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Okay, moving on. It's getting weird. Who would win in a fight? These are still, again, not on topic, ones that me and Kevin came up with in Comic-Con, Kevin Cardinal. Who would win in a fight? Nightcrawler versus Azizel. Oh, Azazel. Azazel, sorry, um, sorry. They're both teleporters. Yeah, well, because one's the other's father. Um, Who's who? Oh, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, I mean, technically Azazel, since he's older might have tricks that Nightcrawler doesn't have. Is he as acrobatic? Do they show that? Well, no, he's not. Because, I mean, Nightcrawler was in the Munich Circus. as the incredible Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. right. (laughs) So does Wisdom Uh, Trump... No, we don't use that word. I've said this time and time again. Does Wisdom (laughs) beat physical prowess? Um, Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's he might know the tricks and shit about the teleportation that Nightcrawler doesn't. True. So, like, there might be things he does that he knows how to do that Nightcrawler doesn't. That would give him an edge, presumably. All right, so then we'll do this because I always try to go off of what you're saying. You're writing the story. Do you have Azizel's um, wisdom and ability? Azazel's wisdom and ability to know these kind of like little ins and outs of the teleporting, or Nightcrawler's physical ability win? You're writing the story. I would do. I would do Azazel. Okay. That's is like, I mean, I feel like Azazel would know something like basically in. Possibly, like, keep Nightcrawler trapped in, like, the brimstone uh, dimension Okay, so, yeah, that's uh, what I was yeah. going to bring up. Like, they teleport at yeah. the same time, and he's aware of it, so he can kind of lock him in. That would be cool. Um, okay. Who would win in a fight? This one's bad, so we're going to get this one. We're just going to toss it. It's Hulk versus Solomon Grundy. 
I mean, that's not that bad. Like, I mean, because... But it still goes to the same thing that I'm always like, Hulk always wins because the matter Hulk gets, the stronger Hulk but gets. Hasn't, but so, people have beaten Hulk. So, so couldn't, in theory... It, Solomon Grundy is a more intelligent person, and he's got... A, no, he's not. Oh, he's not? Solomon Grundy, like, knows his fucking poem that his name came from. That's <laughs> all he fucking knows. All right. <laughs> then, then that one kind of goes to Hulk, no, no questions asked, like... I mean, the one thing that Grundy has is the fact that he's already dead, so, like, he can basically take the beating of all beatings and still keep coming, whereas Hulk alive. X to X, who wins? Uh, I mean, probably Hulk. My my gut says Hulk. Um, So how many? I don't fucking know your hundreds. Yeah, X to X, 60, 40, 70, 30, uh, 80, 20. (laughs) 50-50. I understand. I understand the way this works. So like, just throw it out there. <laughs> I mean, probably like 80-20 or 90-10 maybe. Oh, okay. So Hulk, Hulk's got the upper hand. I mean, you're right. He, I get this. So my friends at work don't read comics, and I haven't read a lot of Hulk, so I can't act like I know this. But they know the history of the characters, so they try to do this, that, and the other. The Hulk, as weird as it is to say, has no limit, so you can just... You you can't. I mean, people have beat him, but it's so hard to say. Like, without being super creative, like the greatest writers out there, it's so hard to say any of it's legit. Like, if Alan Moore showed the Hulk getting beat, I'd be sold. I'd be like, you know what? If <laughs> if, if Frank Miller showed him being beat, if Garth Ennis showed him being beat, I'd be like, all right, you got me. He got beat. But if someone like some... Well, I like the way Garth Ennis used him in um, like the last arc he did of the Marvel Knights Punisher... Where basically it was kind of like a, it was basically the culmination of uh, Garth Dennis makes fun of superheroes. I love where it. Where like um, he uh, uses basically Punisher uses Hulk as a weapon, oh. and like, like and like literally like Hulk has like a note in his hand. Where it's like you are Hulk, you like to smash. <laughs> Just like um, it's true. That is what he does. <laughs> Indeed. I would love so, to yeah. see a moment where the Hulk and uh, uh, the Thing are fighting side by side and they flip their catchphrases that would be cool <laughs> hulk just it's clobbering time and the thing just uh, hulk's well he couldn't say that thing smash and everyone would be like that doesn't work go back to yours it'd be comical um all right so you know what? we'll keep that in there but uh, hulk wins it you know almost let's say 80 percent of the time okay who would win in a fight now this one i'm gonna lean on you heavily 616 norman osborne versus the ultimate norman osborne and not uh, the ultimate, ultimate as, like, people who say he's, like, oh, he's the ultimate. The ultimate yes, yes, yes. Um, that one's, like, a legit demon, like, with, with super strength and, like, the fucking ferocity and, like, the 616 Norman Osborn is a crazy guy in a fucking goblin suit okay. <laughs> with a glider. Okay. Like, so, yeah, I don't think there's even a fight. Like, so, which one's 616? Really, like, is, that so, is that, like, the we all know? Norman Osborn. Yeah, six one six is a normal is a normal Marvel universe. Oh, okay. Yeah. But is he more intelligent than than actual Goblin Norman Osborn? Uh, I mean, when they're in Goblin form, maybe. But they they've shown that basically, like, uh, Goblin started out basically being kind of like a Hulk like figure. But as the story went on, like as the years went on, they showed he kind of got more and more of Norman's intelligence back. So okay. like. Because he stayed in goblin form. Yeah. It wasn't like this. Like, he, he would occasionally get out of it, but he preferred is, to be in is, goblin form, as he would. Is, is, okay, so this is where I used to get super confused, like when the um, uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man came out. Is there a version of Green I'm so, Goblin? I, I love the fact that you said Raimi, 
Because fucking Kevin always says Raymond. I'm like, that's not his fucking name. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. I, I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. But that's what Cards always fucking does. It drives me insane. Is there a Green Goblin slash Norman Osborn that is an actual goblin? Like, there is no human form. It's just a goblin. That's what that's what I'm saying. That's what like the well, I mean, he can, they they transformed him back. Okay, so it's not like, a suit. It's an actual transformation. No, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he like the whole thing is he tries to like basically give himself the serum and it turns him into oh. an actual goblin. Uh, like, like the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two, how he starts to get the weird face and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. okay. So that except for instead of like just being like kind of a like yeah. like figure. Like, he's just, like, this big, hulking fucking, okay. like, so, monster. So, growing up, not reading <clears throat> comics, I only knew the Green Goblin as a literal goblin. I didn't know there was a man, Norman Osborn, who became it. So, when the Sam Raimi movie came out, I was like, what is No, that? you said it the wrong oh, way, God. you son of a bitch. <laughs> you confused me, Sam Raimi. Uh, as that came out, I got very confused, like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. It's, a, it's a mask? And then... I haven't, I've only ever read Superior Spider-Man, and I got confused, and, okay, so you're saying Ultimate, because he is the actual, like, messed up Goblin Hulk version. Yeah, he, he's a monster, yeah. Okay. Whereas, like, the 616 one is literally just a, basically a, a crazy guy in a Goblin suit with a glider. <laughs> like okay, that's fair. With pumpkin bombs and shit. <laughs> and, and last question before we move into the final topic. Green Goblin, Hobgoblin. Lay it out for me. Uh, I mean, the thing that's funny, when I was a kid, I had a thing in my head that I found out years later wasn't true. My friend Steve was like, I actually like that better. Because um, what I had said, what I thought it was when I was a kid, was uh, that Norman Osborn died and went to hell and like sold his soul and came back as the Hobgoblin. That's awesome. And it's actually not at all that. It's just like another fucking guy who basically ah. had a glider and was just like, so, I'm the Hobgoblin. <laughs> I always thought Although it was they did That's what I always thought. Well, that's what they, in Ultimate Universe it was. Oh, okay. Ultimate Universe, uh, Hobgoblin was Harry. Okay. Okay. Being exposed to the same shit. So that yeah. that, in, the, in the Ultimate Comics is what it was. Okay. And and current continuity, there is no Hobgoblin, right? No, there is. Oh. Uh, I can't remember his fucking name, but he appeared in um, uh, Superior and shit. And so, he has yeah. basically the same powers. Well, yeah, there's not only powers. Well, just the same a guy stuff. <laughs> in a fucking stupid fucking suit. I mean, I love the suit and everything. It looks cool, but like... There's a guy in a fucking costume on a glider with pumpkin bombs. Okay. Like, so, yeah, it's the same fucking thing, yeah. God damn, that's crazy. So, oh, you know what? This is a good moment uh, uh, to point out. Hey, anyone, whenever you ask me a comic book question and I know the answer, it's not because I read the comics. It's because I asked Patrick. Ask questions, okay? And you'll learn. Uh... That's where, like, I read, like I said, Daredevil's my favorite. I'm really into the Batman, and specifically the Joker, not necessarily just Batman comics. Um, and the off stuff, like Watchmen and Preacher. I don't know much of the others. Like, I, all the stuff I know about Iron Man and, and fucking uh, Cyclops, it's because I asked Patrick. That's where I got it, <laughs> and that's why I know it. Um, all right, so let's move into the final topic of the day before I start. Got anything going on, Patrick? How was your day? How you been? Uh, I mean, I'm fine. I ended up, I called in Wednesday because basically, like, I feel like I either A, got food poisoning from Burger King, or B, just worked myself to the point of exhaustion. Both possible. Because I was, I was sick last week, and I kept working the whole time, and um, I thought I was getting better, and then, like, uh, I did the podcast with Cards on Monday, and I didn't really get a lot of sleep. 
And then, uh, so, like, um, what, Tuesday I was fucking miserable. And then, like, uh, Wednesday I woke up and I just fucking, I, I, I puked basically as soon as I woke up. And then, like, at first I was, like, I was thought I was fine. I was, like, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to go to work. And then, like, um, I went to, like, like, wash my face. And the smell of the body wash triggered me just literally getting every, like, I puked everything uh, out of my system. Uh. Um... And so, like, literally, like, that's what I called him. Just like, yeah, I can't come in. I was just like, I literally, I think I just puked up everything in my system, including the Pepto that I took because I tasted it. <laughs> so I was just like, this is fucking, I, I can't come <sighs> in there. Like, I can't guarantee what will happen if I come in. Just up. Uh, I ended up. For future reference, that is my least favorite word to describe <laughs> what happens in that scenario. That is the. Oh, huh? Okay, continue. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, like that day, literally, like before Alyssa came over, Barf, like I literally threw you know throw up. Any of those are fine, but you oh, <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, before Alyssa came over, I literally just like laid on my couch, uh, sipped like a cup of water, and ate some saltines. So originally, I had, like my stomach hurt so bad, but I was so afraid of like eating anything. So, like, um, I just, like, ate a couple saltines, and I felt better. So I ate a couple more saltines, and I felt better. And, like, eventually I went to bed at, like, 11, which is fucking insane to me. Um, I know to your people, that's still, like, super fucking late. I'm, a ba- I'm, be, like, I'm, in, I, I'm in my room by 8. I'm asleep by 8, <laughs> Every day. Yeah, you're a sick man. I got the gym, but bro. Yeah, like, Get swole over here. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so I went to bed at, like, 11, uh, woke up. Actually, like, I think at, like, at, like, 4 in the morning or 5 in the morning, because my body's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why, 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 why did you go to bed this I early? What the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> and then, um, like, ended up sleeping for, like, two more hours eventually. Um, went to uh, Albany for the NXT show. Um, did that. Like, walked back and forth. Um, came home. Went to bed. Uh... Slept for like ten hours. Oh, that's um, the dream, isn't it? It just when it's <laughs> successful, when it's not a forced go back to sleep. You know when you wake up in the middle of the morning and you just start like that. Hey, I'm gonna keep closing my eyes. Hey, I'm gonna keep. When you legitimately just sleep through, it's the best yeah. feeling. It's so good. <laughs> well, yeah. At first for me, it was like just panic. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, I have shit to do today. Um, but yeah. So then, like, I woke up. Um, basically went over got a tote from walmart um kept like uh like basically we were like you know, like listen i look around i'm like it's like basically for the cheapest bin possible that'll hold my ornaments yep. so basically it's like started like 16 bucks like keep bidding keep bidding like price <laughs> is right we're just like keep going down i ended up paying like four bucks or something for one heck yeah um but yeah took down uh did start my laundry took down all the ornaments took down the tree itself um finished my laundry came here started this awesome I uh, went to work, and then I went to the dentist, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. That lady was the most (laughs) aggressive person I've ever... Okay, so I've only been to the dentist three times in my entire life. Yeah, I have not been much. (laughs) My family was poor. What do you want from me? As an ad- I, I haven't been since I moved out of my own, but like when I was a child, I was there nope, like we, at least like semi-annually. My dad couldn't afford dental insurance to take it out of his paycheck, even if it is only pennies, and uh, we we didn't get dental, so we never went to the dentist. And uh, I went for the first time when I was 15, and they said, yeah, your teeth are fine. You might want braces eventually, and my dad was like, you, you were not, you're not getting braces. Uh, and then I went again at the age of... 25 last year and they went dude these are bad and they filled a bunch of cavities i I think i got seven or eight cavities filled um which none of them were so deep that i needed root canals or anything but they were clearly bad 
I go today, and this dude, this dental hygienist, went aggressive in my mouth. Like, I was wincing over how... The last time I went last year, I was like, this is a cakewalk. This is all you're doing? Like, ooh, little poke, ooh, little poke. That's nothing. She was freaking up into... I watched as that, that uh, uh, suction, yeah, that's right. and it was yeah. just red. Just red coming out. I was like, you are being way too hard with this, and I am not appreciating it at all. And she's like, oh, you have like 13 cavities. I looked at the freaking x-rays. Yeah, I'm sure I have cavities. Uh, that clicking is this lamp, and it's not plugged in. Um, I'm sure I have cavities. I'm not denying that. But when I went, sorry if my voice is away. When I went last year, they said, you got about two that are a little, um, they're growing and we want to, if you can floss and brush daily, it'll, it'll handle itself and go away. She's like, you have 10 cavities. I looked at the x-rays, dude. Two, three, maybe. Like, I don't believe Wait, her That's my all. whole thing is like, whenever I feel like, whenever they start to like, feel like kind of painful or something, I'll just basically just make sure to like brush the hell out of it. Yeah. Brush like, and floss. Brush like, and floss. While. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 like usually it'll feel better, and then I'm sure I'm sure and, it heals. Itself. And she's got me like hold out like this, and she's got my lips like extended. She's digging into the gums, literally just red coming out. I'm like every time she moves her hands, I'm like trying to like not choke on the spray from that stupid gun and the blood from my gums, and like she just left it on my face. You know how like they're they're it's like like I said it's spraying and stuff. Yeah. I got up at the end of it, like, almost crying. I won't admit. I'm no shame in my game. I'm like, that was fucking awful. I get up. I go to the... I'm like, I got to the bathroom real quick before I check out. And there's just, like, blood on my cheeks that she just left there from destroying my face. And they're fine now, whatever. But, my God, I've never had that experience. <laughs> We've only also been there three times. <laughs> yeah, but, but... But... That was... No. That... Sir... Good, sir. <laughs> it was never like that. I had discomfort, of course. And even when I got my teeth, um, the, the cavities filled, they put the injections in, they're drilling, you're feeling and hearing all this cool stuff through your bones, whatever. Yes, you, you make the faces and whatever. This was worse than any of that. She did not care about, about me at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Never going again. With your face. Never Good. going again. No, I will. I, said, I, I haven't been since I was like, since I'm, I've been on my own. I'm, so, like... It was only the hygienist there, so she did the cleaning. The doctor wasn't there, so I have to go on Tuesday for them to tell us what kind of cavities they're going to fill. And then I have to go on Thursday to get those cavities filled. And then uh, immediately following, the top wisdom teeth in both my side are impacted. And the bottom... The right is just a normal tooth, but it's so low that it's not actually being used, so it's just, like, building up because nothing's... Like, just food is just going and sitting there. And the left side, that's just a normal tooth. It's but sitting like this. And for those who can't see, it's sitting horizontal. It's not growing in horizontal. They're not sure how it grew in. Did it come in at an angle? Did it just raise up, like, vertically while laying sideways? They don't know. They just know that it's through sideways. <laughs> so that one, what they usually do when taking them out, they Novocaine you up and they break the tooth in half or three pieces and pull out each piece. They can't do that when it's sideways. <laughs> the top two are impacted. They have to slice my gums open and then pull them out. The bottom right is the only tooth that actually makes sense in a normal wisdom tooth extraction. I am not staying awake for this. You are putting me... Oh, no, I didn't. No, oh. I think is like... 
because that's like the last time I went to the dentist. Was, but is I was I was like I want to say like twenty two, twenty three, something like that. Like okay. I was like it was when I was still like living at home. Um, that like because like I there was like, the whole thing was basically one of like this wisdom tooth uh, was the whole reason I went there because it was not only it had like, apparently had like a massive cavity in it, but it was also broken. Mm-hmm. So they had to like. When they did, like when they looked at it, they like I think it was like this one also had a cavity. One of the other ones had another cavity in it, and so they were just taking them all out. And like when they asked me, they were like, "Do you want Novocaine to be all the way out?" I'm like, "All the way out." And then like I woke up and I was like, "Why can't I talk?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, the Novocaine." I'm just like, "You said or the word or was used. Why would you say or if you're gonna do both, asshole?" If like, they the just fuck? put you under and then caused immense pain, you'd wake back up from the anesthesia. Well, fine, but they still said or, so I was really, really irritated. Um, but yeah, so plus I really, I do not react well to anesthesia because like, I always like, I can't really wake up and yeah. I just feel miserable and I take it out on other people. I can't. Really oh, it's it. my favorite part. Um, I hate it. Like I'd be a but terrible no, heroin was... addict. I would just keep doing it. <laughs> I would just be like, this is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, the other thing that was funny is like uh, the best part of it was like the when the guy was like uh, when I woke up, the guy was like. Was there one of them that, like, bothered you more than the others? I'm like, yeah, like, that one. He's like, that's what I thought. I was like, what do you mean? He's just like, you were completely out. You couldn't have felt anything. But whenever we, like, we started, like, pulling that one out, like, you, like, started, like, twitching. Oh. And I was just like, well, fair enough. Like, thank you for um, getting it out, sir. (laughs) But, yeah. So, like, then I had to, like, they they stitched him up, whatever. And I had to, like, stay. I think it's funny is they were just like, well, here's your prescription of Vicodin. I'm like, I don't want that. Like, you're going to be in a lot of pain. I'm like, I don't, true till death. Like, I don't fucking want that. And they were like, well, I guess we can give you, like, the 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, That's all I took. And just, like, a couple weeks, like, just chilling out. I don't understand the difference, but now's not the time to talk about straight edge versus not. I went under multiple times. I mean, I've been in the hospital more than I'm proud to admit. But when I went under most recently as an adult for my appendix when I was 19... That was the coolest feeling ever, and I am so excited to do it again. I have genuine fear for, like, Dude, you. Dude, it feels <laughs> insane. Like, they're just like, all right, we're going to count down from 10. I didn't even make it to 9. they just like, we're going to count down from 10. I was like, all right, cool, boom, done, done, out. And then I woke up in just the most, like, like I was basically what, what a chong. From Cheech and Chong. I was just like, hey guys, sup. <laughs> I was just, I'm genuinely concerned for your your future opioid. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it, I have never, so that was the funny thing that I didn't find so funny. My body apparently has a resistance to morphine. Pump it in there, it just processes it, and I don't feel it. So I was in the worst pain, and they're like, dude, you're on full morphine drip. I was like, I'm not on that drip, I tell you. <laughs> so they tried to give me something else. Um, uh, uh, doesn't matter. One of one of them. It wasn't Vicodin and, uh, or Oxycontin. It was something else. And it just made me throw up instantly. So I just recovered from that without any pain meds, and it was awful. So, you know, hopefully this time around it's dope. <laughs> hopefully this time around it's super dope. I mean, I'm sure you're gonna get dope. I'm yeah. Sure get dope. <laughs> Either way, I'm totally looking forward to it. But <laughs> I believe that. That I is, uh, I'm not into drugs, Patrick. I'm just not opposed to not. them. I'm not into <laughs> drugs. I'm not saying that allegedly. 
Um, I've never done drugs. I think Franny would leave me if she found out I ever, like, if I ever, like, got did anything, A, I can't keep a secret. I'm just, like, I tell everyone everything. B, she'd leave me, and I like her too much to get rid of her that fast. It's just not worth it at this point. But, uh, once she leaves me for something else stupid I do, I mean, you better, like, call someone. Because it's gonna get crazy. Um, either way. Let's uh, round it out. You got any last words? You got any final words, Patrick? You son of a bitch. Rest <laughs> in uh, Wait, oh, I have one final question. Because, as you know, I am going to Royal Rumble, baby! And it's going to be great, and it's going to be amazing, and it's all for Jeff. What? And, I mean, we're due for a good one. Because we're due for like, a good last one. year sucked balls. And I will get to witness the First ever Women's Royal Rumble before the freaking most... Oh, God. And it's the, what, 30th Royal Rumble? Yeah, I think so. It's an anniversary Royal Rumble, not just the standard year. It's a big one. This is going to be insane. What is... God damn it, I lost my question. Oh, 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 no, 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 I saw it. What was this Undertaker bullshit? Oh, um, well, because they, like, they made a whole thing. And I talked about it uh, previously, where it's like... They made a whole fucking thing at WrestleMania last year where it was like, it was very clearly supposed to be like Undertaker passing the torch. And like, so he's basically going out on his, on his back, as he's supposed to do in this business, yep. against Roman Reigns. And there's this beautiful moment. I, the match is god awful. But like, which I, I don't even, people were blaming Roman Reigns. I'm like, he was in there with a guy who's like 90 years old and has a bad hip. So 300 like, what did you pounds, want this man. poor son of a bitch? Like, yeah. um, like, but yeah, like, but they have the match. It's god-awful. But, like, at the end of it, there's a really nice moment where basically, like, Undertaker takes off all of his gear, leaves it in the middle of the ring, takes off his hat lath, leaves it on, the, on like, the top of it, and walks out. Walks down the ramp, puts his fist up, and then disappears. And it was, like, it was everything was pointing to that's the end. Like, everyone's like, thank you, Taker, blah, that's blah. That's, like, a perfect, that's a picturesque ending. Exactly. But, like, because Vince McMahon just can't let him fucking go... It's like, I pa- apparently they're planning on doing him and Cena this year, basically, so they can have Undertaker go out on a win. If Reigns couldn't do it, what makes you think... No, Cena probably can, <sighs> just because Cena's more experienced, so, Maybe, like... Maybe, sure. He can work around the flaws The physical of like, that, that was That was the one problem, was that Roman Reigns, like, he did his best. Like, he's not a bad worker by any sort of imagination. Like, he's much better than what he was. But it's like you'd need somebody on the most elite of all levels to basically make that smoke and mirrors come together. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, the Undertaker does have a new hip now, so there you yeah, go. That's true. Um, but yeah, so I guess the plan is they're basically setting it up. But I guess the whole thing was he came out and cut a really. I haven't seen it yet. I'm probably going to watch it after this. Um, where on Raw 25, he came out and cut uh, apparently a really confusing promo. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I saw a quote. But. Uh, but yeah, but apparently the rumor that I've heard was that I guess he was so off-put by how small the Manhattan Center is, which is funny because I was telling Alyssa, I was like, the Manhattan Center is a building that ROH outgrew like 10 years ago. <laughs> like, it's Yeah, exactly. It's like, I get why they were like, we're going to do Raw in the place where it started and also the Barclays Center because it's a much bigger building. Um... But yeah, I've heard that basically Undertaker was so like freaked out by how little it was that he was just like it affected his promo. Damn. But yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Rumble in a major way, even though I'm not necessarily a wrestling fan, and that is partially what we're going to talk about next week because Patrick will watch it. 
I'll be there. I'll be flipping him off. As soon as the camera sees me and you see me flipping it off, that's you. That's you, buddy. Just know it. Um, and I'm gonna, I'll, I'll send you a picture of my dick. And just be like, hey, this is for you, motherfuckers. Suck it. Either way, it'll work out. Um, it's going to be absolutely insane. And I just pray. So the ongoing joke in our group chat with me, Jeff, and James, and JJ, is that we are all waiting to see Roman Reigns. They all hate Roman Reigns. I freaking love the man. Just I know you do. Because of the time I actually started paying attention they forced him really hard so obviously the new guys are going to be the ones that are like okay that's cool the joke is that we can't wait for roman i have never been more excited at the prospect of fucking ray mysterio jr potentially <laughs> showing up don't do this to me he could i would love to see it too but the rumor is he's in in negotiations with impact so uh, i doubt it but i guess we'll see there's gonna be surprises there's not enough women on the women's roster to make the full row no Rumble. there almost is though but like, but there almost is not fully well no because if you count um literally the entire women's uh roster for smackdown and raw uh, plus people like and it's about the entire roster like people, including people you don't see yeah. often that are on the roster um, plus if you count like legends, cause they're probably going to use at least like three or four, like probably like, I'm going to guess Trish Stratus might show up. Um, you think China will be I there? Would... Oh, she's long Too dead. Soon. <laughs> Too soon. Um, and plus I've already heard that they're planning using a couple people from NXT. All right. Was it like Ronda Rousey a thing? That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, that's the biggest rumor. That's why I told Alyssa yesterday. I was like, if you see Ronda Rousey, she wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like if you don't see Ronda Rousey, Probably Oscar, but if you see if you see Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey, she wins the Royal yeah, Rumble. That'd um, be crazy. But yeah, I've also heard that they want to use some NXT people and be like, "This isn't a call up. Let's be clear. <laughs> like you're just you're just Rumble here. Lonely. You need people. Rumble only. <laughs> uh, yes. So um, um, yeah. get ready for a. We'll have other stuff, but a very wrestling heavy episode next week of Men of the Machine. It's going to be insane. As... And I need you to do. I need you to do something for me. Uh, as soon as like he does this motion, okay. I need you to be the the loudest one screaming, Adam Cole, baby, <sighs> when his fingers go up. <laughs> I will say it one time and one. Time I need you to scream it as loud as you possibly can. Like, it's, like if you you, I need you to risk blowing your voice. Out. Right. I did that last night. You have to do it one yourself. time though. I will do it once. <laughs> I will Adam Cole, baby, <laughs> space, baby, and that's it. With a middle Five. finger. Uh, oh man, maybe I'll see boobies. Boobies happen at wrestling all the time. Not, not now. But that Triple was the, H the pointed at a lady in her boobies. That was the late nineties. Ah, all right. Well, uh, fingers crossed for boobies. This is the PG era. <laughs> Either way, I hope you enjoyed it. This has been another episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And thanks for listening.